Hi everyone, welcome to Omoyo Talks, the Omoyo podcast where we talk to interesting people about issues relating to health. And today in the studio, I have Mark Kilburn from Moringa Initiative here in Zambia. Welcome, Mark. Thanks very much for having us, Kim. The story of Moringa Initiative, this family-owned business, is one of truly remarkable resilience. The family were thrown off their farm in Zimbabwe and essentially lost everything. They came to Zambia in 2003 to build a new life for themselves and through sheer determination and hard work have been able to build a successful commercial farm. And then in 2013, they heard about something called Moringa, uh, which turned out to be this superfood that was taking the world by storm. And they saw an opportunity and they took a chance. And today, eight years later, they are, Moringa Initiative, the largest producers of Moringa in Southern Africa. And they've developed a whole range of products, ranging from Moringa powder, Moringa capsules, teas, pet food, animal feed, and they're even exporting Moringa in bulk. In 2019, Moringa Initiative won the ZABS Company of the Year Award, and they were the runner-up for Product of the Year Award, and indeed, Mark's sister Bernice won the Business Agri Woman of the Year Award. So, Moringa Initiative, which started as this small side business, uh, probably with a lot of doubt attached to it, has now grown into this fully-fledged success story. What a journey! It's been a journey, but the most enjoyable journey we've had in our lives. Just discovering Moringa has been incredible. And when you started, the, the initial vision, I mean, did you think that it could grow into this big business? And has that vision changed over time? I think like in, in any startup business, you, you, you have your doubts. Are we going to be successful or are we not going to be successful? And we just persevered and built it up to what it is today. It's been great fun. It's been challenging, but we've enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I mean, we started very small. We grew, started with five hectares and we just grew it from there, not knowing the products very much. Very little research had been done into Moringa. Um, so what we had read, the benefits of Moringa was great and for healthy living there's nothing better than Moringa. Okay, so I know that you know usually as an outsider looking in you just see the success. You don't see the journey and all the failures and challenges along the way. Sure, yeah. And I imagine as with any business you know, it's not easy. There are going to be a lot of challenges. What do you think have been the, the biggest challenges that you guys have had to overcome? I think the, the biggest challenge is a, a little known product um, and then trying to sort of educate people on the benefits of it. Um, obviously, India had been the biggest, biggest grower and very little research as to what Moringa can help you with. So we, we took it and we've, we've had to do a lot of homework on it. Um, and it's, we learn more and more every day. So it's a whole learning curve on Moringa itself. And from what's happened now is the world market is in great demand for Moringa. So we, we're just going with the flow and building ourselves up. And 
it's been it's been challenging, the hardships of it, um, not knowing the process inside of it, what you do with a plant because a plant has its own mind. Um, so we've adapted to the plant, not the plant adapted to us. Um, so it's been a, a interesting learning curve and as I say we, we carry on learning mm. all the time and I imagine with all the challenges that you faced I mean there were probably times where you sort of almost threw in the towel and a lot of people probably would have you know we see that all the time in business what do you think has been the driving force for you guys to, to continue persevere push through I think as it's gained, gained popularity in it and knowing how the world is going healthier I think it's just pushed us to get the Moringa out there to improve people's health and well-being. Um, it's a forever changing health situation. Now with COVID, for in instance, Moringa is so beneficial in your immune system. So it's a driving force of knowing people are going healthier these days, and that's what's driving us. Okay. And when you started, did you, were you only going to serve the local market? Was that what you thought and it's kind of grown into this export product now? Or were, was the vision always to take it to export? Initially it was to supply the local market, see how it took off. Um, again, a challenge, a niche product, educating the people on it. Um, it's, it's been difficult and as we've grown, we've thought, okay, now we've seen what the product does for people through testimonials of people that's been taking the Moringa and the world market opening up. So now we've got that potential to get the Moringa out into the rest of the world. I mean, we, we proud ourselves in the fact that we're helping Zambia, for instance, to be healthier. And the, the feedback from the local people has been incredible of how it's been beneficial for them. Um, so yeah, it's, it's helped us mm -hmm. to learn as, as well as with educating people on it and they're learning more and more about Moringa and how it helps them in their lives. So initially, yes, it was for the local market um, and as we've grown bigger, we've now decided, okay, well, our supply chain is a little bit too big for Zambia now still going to carry on keeping Zambia healthy and help the rest of the world to get healthier too. And with the export, I mean, there are a lot of other countries that produce Moringa. And if you go online, you see, for instance, India is the major yes. producer of Absolutely. Moringa and they can supply it at a very cheap price. How can you in Zambia, that is landlocked, compete with someone like India uh, on the world market? Um, it's a difficult one because in 2017, India's global exports to the world market was about 500 tons of Moringa a year, yeah, okay. averaging possibly about 5.5 million US dollars. So it's been a bit difficult knowing that India are the world's biggest producer of Moringa, um, but I, I think it's based all not so much on quantity, it's your quality of your Moringa that, that you want to get out there. So the, the better the quality, the more the people would like it. Um, I'm not saying India's Moringa is of bad quality or anything, but it's just, we being in Africa, let's help Africa. And so we've 
builds ourselves up knowing that we are making Africa a healthier. So what country. makes good quality Moringa? How do you get good quality Excuse Moringa? Me. What does that mean? Basically it's TLC, tender loving care, how you treat your plant and how it reacts to climate change and how you adapt to what the plant actually wants. So we employ on average about 150 people of which 80% are women. All our Moringa is treated by hand, there's no machinery involved whatsoever. So the gentler you treat the plant, the less bruising, which in the, at the end you've got a better quality product. Um, our drying process, you don't want to overheat it because you know when you cook food you lose all the nutrients and all that. So you've got to have an equal balance of your airflow through, the, through your drying system, the humidity, the temperatures that you are, are building it at. The, the better the quality is proven by the color of the, of the, of the, of the end product. Um, I have a sample. Let's have a look. Just a sample of... of so what color it should it be if it's good quality? It should be a vibrant green color. Yeah, okay. Um, and this is just our powder and it's as pure as you can get, 100% pure Moringa leaf powder. Okay, so if, if it starts turning a bit brown then you know it's lost a lot of its, its nutrients? It's part? lost a lot of its nutri nutrients and it, it's basically on its way into deteriorating. Okay. Um, we pride ourselves on the fact that over a five-year period, I think your moringa is as good as the day you reaped it. As long as it's in like a sealed as long container as, yeah, and protected from light and humidity. Yeah, your storage and facilities have to be in perfect conditions. Yeah, yeah. No ultra bright lights or direct sunlight. Your temperature controls in your room. Your humidity in the rooms yeah. have to be perfect. Yeah. Um, and not everybody has the ability to do that because it's not a cheap process, really. Um, for s very small SME businesses, it's, it's actually quite a costly process to get up to a nice um, production facility. And do you think that is why there aren't that many Moringa producers in Zambia? Um, I, think, I think there are quite a few Moringa producers in, in in Zambia, um, very little, on all our, a lot, very little um, hectares is done by it, um, and I think it's the knowledge of how they actually grow the plant. Um, I don't think there's enough knowledge out there of them planting the moringa. I mean, it's, it's a different crop on its own. Um, a lot of people say it's drought resistant. Believe me, it's not. It wants water like every single living organism. So water is a vital commodity in the grain of the Moringa. Um, obviously, your control of your pesticides and your nutrients in your plants, um, because we are grain organic, and we'll touch on that just now, um, obviously, if you're gonna use manure, it has to be a good quality composted manure. Um, it's, it's not very good to actually put straight manure onto your Moringa because the manure is actually uh, feces, really. So it's attracting disease, bad things, Ebola, I mean E. coli, Salmonella. So you actually want to compost your manure over a period of three to four months. 
um, mixed with other greenery, your weeds from your, from your land, and constantly mixing it and mixing it until it's actually broken down into like a really fine soil as such. And then you know it's properly decom decomposed. Um, so it's the, the quality of the Moringa, people not really known, knowing what they can apply to, what they can't apply to it, and the health, how you handle it. Um, and I imagine the small-scale farmers, they, they would have to or would currently be drying it in the sun. How would that affect the quality of the Moringa? Um, you don't want to dry your Moringa in direct sunlight. The less light, the better on your Moringa. Because as I say, the light is now taking your nutrients away from your products, thereby giving you an inferior product. So it's better to do it in a, a dry, dark area. Obviously, you've got to have an airflow through the system. Because um, if you pile in your Moringa on top of each other, your leaves on the bottom are tend to go moldy, and your, your molds and your yeast contents grow, which is unhealth, unhealthy um, for the end product at the end of the day. So it's, yeah, it's, it's how you handle it, yeah. basically. Well, that's what it boils down to, to get your quality that is really needed. And I know Moringa Initiative is transitioning at the moment to organic. You're getting your organic certification. Absolutely. How has that transition process been? <laughs> has it been a challenging? <laughs> Maybe talk a little bit about that. Okay, so yeah, yes, we, we are in the process of um, going organic to get organic certification through EcoCert South Africa. Unfortunately, there's no known body in Zambia that can properly certify organic products um, that are world recognized. Um, but I, I'm sure they are building up into getting somebody here that can do it. Going organic, it's a different kind of farming to normal commercial farming. Organic is basically natural. No harsh chemicals, no harsh fertilizers whatsoever. Your handling facilities have got to be spotless. Um, it's not an easy process. The record keeping of each process of how the Moringa goes from the field to your end product, you have to have a record of every single process. Um, it's not a cheap thing to go to. Um, it's very costly, which unfortunately a lot of small SMEs don't have the funding to do that. Um, it's been a challenge, but a worthwhile challenge. It's been my task to get us to where we are now. We are now in the second phase. We've, we've been at it for two years now. We have now gained the in transi transition to organic status. So this time next year, we will have full organic certification on us. Be a major milestone. And that that is just gonna take us, open the doors for us to the world market. And out of interest, have you done any tests on uh, like, conventionally grown Moringa compared to organic and the nutritional content, is there a difference? There is not much real difference, barring the fact that um, the traceability of, as I said, using harsh chemicals. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want harsh chemicals in your food, thereby organic is the way to go. Um, you can get fully certified organic chemicals, which are all plant extracts, so it's a natural product. Um, but again, it's a pricey. So it's more th that there are traces of chemicals. You haven't really seen a difference in the nutritional content of no, the plant. No, there's not much nutritional content in it at all. Basically, from commercial farming to organic farming, yes, you're using harsh chemicals, being able to better control your disease, your pests, um, thereby giving you a better yield on your product. Yeah. Organic, 
because you're now taking natural elements that are working constantly against you. Your disease, Moringa suffers from disease badly if it's too wet. If it's too dry, also not good for the plant. There's a, an, uh, an insect called the cabbage webworm, which just loves Moringa. Okay. I think they've discovered the nutrient contents in Moringa as well, and they just love it. Mm -hmm. Um, you can go over a 24 hour period and your crop could be literally wiped out. Mm -hmm. So constant monitoring of your, of your crop is essential for your pests. Um, nutritional value, commercial versus organic, not much difference. It's just you lose a lot on your yield going organic. Let's talk a little bit about the nutritional content of Moringa. Yeah. And what, why should people bother about Moringa? What are the benefits of Moringa? <laughs> Moringa, well, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to be looking up and down because I have to read it because it's... There's so much. There's so <laughs> much to talk about it. Moringa contains 92 nutrients, 36 anti-inflammatories, 46 antioxidants, and, 90, and all of the nine, nine essential amino acids. Acids. Sorry. Acids. Um, Basically, the antioxidant content in Moringa is twice the amount of antioxidants that you get in blueberries, for instance. The amount of vitamins is four times the amount of vitamin C than an orange has. So, it's, you're getting all your nutrients, your vitamins, your ions within a single dose of Moringa. Um, and how much Moringa do you, do you have to take every day to get all this nutrition, to get these benefits? So, so basically we say, if, you, if you're going to use the, the powder, for instance, like in, in your cooking, we say 5 to 10 mils, which is basically 2 teaspoons, sprinkled over your, your stews or in your porridges in the morning, a couple of minutes before you serve it. Otherwise, overcooking it, you lose your nutritional value of the Moringa. Um, the powder... Again, a teaspoonful in your morning smoothie, mixed with other berries. Great nutritional value. Perfect. Your capsules, four capsules a day, is quite equivalent, is quite necessary. And obviously, to you over for the day. because it's a nutritional supplement, everyone can take it, right? Oh, kids all the way through to, to elderly people. Yeah, so everyone can take it. The one and most importantly thing about Moringa, Moringa is a natural coagulant. So if you're on blood thinning tablets, consult your doctors first. Um, it's not advisable to be taking Moringa if you're on a, a heart disease. Also breastfeeding ladies, rather consult your doctor first about your interest in taking Moringa. Consult them first and then, and then go from there. And because it's a nutritional, I mean it's a superfood, so it's it's basically a, I see it as yeah. a food that has superior nutritional content in terms, like you said, the vitamins, the minerals, the phytonutrients, antioxidants. Yeah. So it's really something that you can eat as a food or take as a supplement on a daily basis. It's yes. not something that you would just do, take when you're sick or no, no, under no. the weather. It could be a daily Absolutely. part of your lifestyle. A daily lifestyle with Moringa in it, the best way to go, mm. 100%. So you mentioned earlier that you know you've seen changes in people here in Zambia taking the Moringa. Maybe give us some examples. Some okay, as, a, as, a, as a testimonial, um, one of our customers she had bad diabetes. Um, she found out about Moringa and its benefits and all that, and she started taking Moringa. 
two months after she had started taking Moringa, she went for her, her normal monthly check or bi-monthly checkup to a doctor. And her doctor actually couldn't believe the difference in her levels of blood, her blood sugar levels since she had been on Moringa. Um, and she's, her insulin intake levels had to be decreased because her body was now helping her fight against the diabetes side of it. Mm. Um, for blood pressure, extremely beneficial. It lowers your blood, blood, blood pressure. I've just got a, a few things. It, it's basically, Moringa supports your brain health, okay, and your cognitive function. So what, what it is, it's basically a powerful antioxidant. It contains all the amino acids and very high in iron. So the nutrients prevent oxidation in the brain. Uh, and helps build up your neurotransmitters um, and assists with um, hemoglobin production. So Moringa plays a key, key role in improving your memory, helps with your stress relief, and basically uh, helps in the assistance for against dementia, Alzheimer's, and other conducive um, disorders. Another one that strengthens the immune system. So a healthy gut, this now is supplying sufficient protein. Moringa, pure Moringa powder contains 30% protein. Okay, so it's a, it's a high protein product, which protein for you is good. Um, antioxidants are paramount in the healthy immune system. Um, being high in fiber, protein, zinc, and, and rich in antioxidants. It also protects against cardio, cardiovascular health. Um, the levels of health, sorry, the, the leaves of heart healthy benefits, particularly in blood lipo control. Um, it's preventing, it helps to prevent buildup of plaque in, in, in your arteries, um, reducing cholesterol levels as well. So your cholesterol, it helps very well with cholesterol. Um, another thing is powerful antioxidant that helps reduce oxidants which is basically your stress. So it's, it's an all over a general the way healthy, I, yeah. helps with your well-being. The way I think of it is because it's so nutritious, you're giving your body all the nutrients it needs to be able to function properly. And the problem with a lot of diets these days is that we're just not getting the nutrition and That's therefore right. our bodies break down in various ways and we're more susceptible That's to true. illness. So by making sure that we have that foundation of nutrition yep. where Moringa can serve a purpose, like you said, you only take a teaspoon or two teaspoons a day and, and you, you know that you've gotten all that good nutrition to, to be healthy. And therefore we see that, you know, like the research shows that it can be helpful for so many different yeah. conditions. And your energy levels increase with, with, by taking Moringa. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally take six capsules a day, two in the morning. Come lunchtime, your body's now wearing down after your stressful lifestyle and all that, I take another two at lunchtime. Yeah. And it, it just keeps my energy levels up and running the whole time. Yeah. And my brain functionality carries on the whole day. Yeah. Just a, another thing, for malnutrition, Moringa is the best thing you can do. Put it in your food. I mean, there's a lot of malnutrition all over the world at the moment. And I, and I think by getting out there with Moringa, I think we might be able to definitely help with reducing the malnutrition levels. And the thing with malnutrition is that 
you know, sometimes when we think of malnutrition, we're thinking about these very skinny people who maybe don't have enough food or kids, Absolutely. like we might, may see here in, in, in Zambia, yeah. in the third world. But malnutrition is rife also in the first world where there is more than enough food, but the yeah. problem is the quality of the food. It doesn't have the nutrition. So actually, yeah. even people who are obese can be malnourished in terms of the vitamins, the minerals, Absolutely. the nutrition that they need. So Absolutely. it's something for the whole world. Really. Yeah, yeah. No, most, most definitely. There is a slight also, um, it assists with weight loss as well. Um, I wouldn't say it's a total dietary thing, just take Moringa only to lose weight. No, but it assists with weight loss. Well, it goes back to if it helps balance blood sugar levels That's as well. It. Maybe you don't overeat and yeah. you're fuller for longer and so yes. on. Yes, yeah. Now, we are in Zambia where the weather is pretty amazing. I mean, the, the, the Moringa trees can grow yeah. very well. And I'm sure there are some people out there who already have a Moringa tree in their garden or after watching this might want to plant one. Okay. So that they can harvest a few leaves, maybe put in their salads. Um, what top tips do you have for growing moringa if someone wants to grow in their backyard so what i what i would suggest is um we've done trials of actually growing a seedling and then planting it out as opposed to planting direct into where you would like your tree in your garden so i would say plant direct we've had more success in planting direct um, so prepare your hole it doesn't have to be a deep hole just so much like that um, mix a little bit of composted manure in there or you can get potting nutrient soils and all that. Make sure it's organic please. Um, it's the healthy way to go. And I, I would suggest when you plant the seed, just to the tip of your first line on your finger, that's how deep you need to plant it. Any deeper than that, it's going to take a long time to grow through. Um, I would say from planting to germination, you're probably looking at about 14, 10 to 14 days. Once it's germinated, do not overwater it. Rather feed it less, more. Obviously, like here in Zambia, it's quite warmer during the summer. So I would say give it 5 to 10 liters twice a week. Um, as the tree progressively gets bigger and bigger, you can increase your water levels. From planting to time of harvest, I would say between 90 and 100 days. That's and very how, quick. That's how quick it grows. And you can just pluck the leaf as you want it, as you say, add it to your salads. Um, you can seep it in hot water to make your own tea. Um, we would suggest, Moringa has got a very bitter taste to it. So I would suggest maybe adding a little bit of honey to it. Um, obviously, the honey is beneficial to you also. Prefer honey as, as opposed to sugar because honey's got its own yeah, uh, nutritional value. Especially organic honey, and we have some beautiful honey here in Zambia. Absolutely, yeah. we do indeed. Um, so yeah, between 90 to 120 days, you can start utilizing your own moringa tree in your garden. Um, and obviously, nutritional thing, if you've got a bit of manure or just compost from, from your garden, your grass clippings, you can put your grass clippings on top of the bed to help the moisture content stay in the soil therefore not having to water it so often. Um, but water is essential, as water is life, basically.
So, Mark, if people want to know more about Moringa and what Moringa Initiative are doing, how can they get a hold of you? Okay, so basically Moringa Initiative is on Facebook, it's on Twitter, it's on Instagram. Um, we have our own website, www.moringa.com, um, forward slash Zambia, if you want to see us. Otherwise, we've got a Walls website, which covers our South African branch as well, which is thriving, um, because they are getting out into the world market. Um, so yeah, any of those uh, social media product uh, lines, contact us on those and we'll, and we'll get back to you for sure. And final question, what does the future look like for Moringa Initiative? Okay, with Moringa Initiative, um, with us going organic, it's opening big doors for us in the world market. Um, it's going to be a huge impact and our mission in life now is to increase the supply of Moringa into the world. Um, we're a small fry against India, but we're an African product, solely homegrown Zambian product. And I think coming from Africa, a lot of the European American um, retail stores and all that are looking for an indigenous product. Um, and, and we feel Moringa Moringa's the, the way to go. So healthy. So it's just to get Moringa out there and feed the world, basically. That's, that's our mission to go forward. And I, and I think there's leaps and bounds we still have to take to get even bigger than we are. But I think we've got the ability to go, go forward. And just to know we're proudly Zambia. No, fantastic. And certainly with the journey you've already taken and how far you've already come, I don't think there's anything that's going to stop you now, you know? Hopefully not. <laughs> You've built a very, very strong foundation. Yeah, as I say, I mean, like any other business in the world during this pandemic, everybody's taken a hit. Um, but keep your chins up. We can make it through this. Take your Moringa. No, you've certainly inspired me today to start taking my Moringa more regularly. <laughs> and I'm very happy it also comes in capsules now. So yes, you don't definitely. Have to use just the powder. Yeah. yeah no. So thank you so much, Mark, for coming through today. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Yes, thank you, Kim. And to all our listeners and viewers, thank you for tuning in. Wishing you all a fabulous day. Go out and crush it. Until next time, take care. Bye. Bye. Hold on to your health. <laughs>